three, two, one. Commuting into the office and literally being on my deathbed, I was like, nah, tech was the word I did not want to hear. I don't want to hear it. She's like, you can work remote. I didn't want to hear it. And then literally, randomly, out of nowhere, I see A.O., Anthony O'Neill, and Cyrus. Literally, right when I said, I don't care no more, giving up. I came across the video and I was like, wow, tech sales from home, huh? I said, okay, let me just dive into it. How are you doing today? Are you doing well? Yes, I am doing wonderful. How are you? I'm doing great. I can't complain at all. Awesome. I'm assuming that if you're watching this for the first time, you may not know exactly how this flows. But for those that have been watching, we're going to start from the boots, which is symbolic of the journey Paris has taken to get to where she is right now. And we're going to take that journey all the way up to the brain, which is symbolic of a mindset one needs to have to be Paris, where she is right now, but also to scale from there. So without further ado, let's start from the very beginning, Paris, because honestly, the beginning, it's a good place to start. So tell us about your upbringing and tell us about where you came from. Sure. Let's see. Born and raised in Upper Marlboro, Maryland. I have a twin sister. Let's see. Was raised in a single mama household. Was homeschooled. And early on, I began my interest in tech, I would say probably like 10 years old. So that's pretty much it, like upbringing wise. So you said that you were homeschooled and I'm like, trust me, I like that because we're actually starting to homeschool our kids wow. this Friday. So we wow. literally, the last day is tomorrow. So I want to definitely dive into that. Can you talk a little bit about your experience as you were being homeschooled? Yeah, homeschooling was an amazing experience. I did go to elementary from kindergarten up until fifth grade. Like the end of fifth grade was when our mom took us out of school. I always say this all the time. Your girl had a learning disability. She was a little slow in school. So mom thought it would be a good idea to homeschool us herself. And we just, we just kept going up. I think homeschooling is amazing because you get more so of a one-on-one -on -one type of interaction with your teachers. Like your learning style could be whatever you want it to be. And I think that's what helped so much. Just having the ability to like move at our own pace and not trying to keep up with the other classmates and all of that. So it was awesome. I think that's the key right there is learning to find your way and that's one thing that we hope to do when we homeschool our children is help them find their way because it's tricky. It is tricky because each child is different. Now, mm -hmm. now we have six. So you imagine we could, we've could seen a plethora of different, whether it's personalities, where it's different people that can like, learn really well. Like our oldest son, he doesn't even come home with homework most of the time. Oh. He's before he's done with class and he's like, has a 3.8 GPA or whatever, but he's quiet. He's a totally different person and school works for him yeah. um, versus another person. And so that's something I thought was interesting, but I'm not going to skip over the fact that you said you were a twin. Talk about yeah. that, being a twin and how was that experience for you? Yes, I have a twin sister. It's like having your own best friend 24-7 that lives with you growing up. We don't live together because we're grown now, but it was amazing. She's awesome. And yeah, she's in school right now to be a doctor of dental surgery. So she's graduating soon. And I'm so proud of her. She'll be the first doctor in our family. 
Hey there, thank you so much for watching this video. This video is actually sponsored by Course Careers. So whether you're interested in breaking in as a tech sales representative, if you're interested in actually doing IT or digital marketing, not only do they have free introductory courses for you right now, go to the description and check that out, but they also have $50 off that you could get for, through me, Joseph50. That's right, $50 off through Joseph50. So if you're interested in getting into that course, any which one, whether it's, again, tech sales, IT, or digital marketing, look no further. Go down to the description below, click on the link, and sign up right now. What are you waiting for? So you have a dentist and a doctor and the first person in medicine, I would say, that's your twin sister. But I learned a little bit about your story before that. You're like the entrepreneur. Can you tell us a little bit about the mindset that you developed at a young age for entrepreneurship? Yes. So I've been raised in a household with a mama that owned her own business. I've only seen her like own a business. She never worked for anyone. So she really, being homeschooled, taught us the ins and outs of a business. And I always said, I just need that one step in stool so I could just own my own business. Because sometimes you need a little investment to get started. Yeah, yeah. But seeing her really started, I guess, my passion and everything of business. Nice. I want to stick there for a little bit. You said your mom always had a business. That's pretty cool. What did she used to have a business in? What were services that she provided or products that she had? Yep. So she had a daycare center for about 20 years and then she moved over into the home health care agency. So she owns that right now. And she's been in that field for 10 years now. Been doing very well. Yeah. Wow. That's impressive. So with that being said, I could see how she has really influenced you both because you have your sister working in healthcare, right? Mm -hmm. You're working in business, right? And we're going to talk a little bit about that. So as you're getting older, you're now in, what is it, middle school, junior high. Like, how was that transition from being in high school, being homeschooled in high school to transitioning to the later part of your years? Did you go to college? Tell us a little bit more about that part. Yep. So it was so funny. Graduating high school, I really did not know what in the world I wanted to do. And my mom was like, when you were younger, you loved computers. She would always put me in computer classes, typing classes, all kinds of tech classes. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I used to be that little girl that would watch Dale remote into the computer and like troubleshoot. And I'm there writing down the steps, all excited. One day I could do this. So she was like, how about you start, I guess, go to school or college for tech. And college isn't my thing. I don't like it. I can't. I don't like college. I just, I just don't like it. And so it was this program like years ago, six years ago, where you can like intern after six months. So going through this program and it was like hands-on experience in IT. So that's what I did. And I did really well. I'm very surprised. Graduated at the top of the class and everything. And I was able to get a few college credits through that course or that mentor boot camp. I don't know what to call it. <laughs> so yeah, I did that for six months and then earned my internship at Navy Federal and desktop support. So I started there and stayed there in desktop support for six years. So I do have experience in tech. It's just desktop support just wasn't for me. <laughs> Let's just say that it wasn't for me. <laughs> yeah. well, I'm listening to you and I'm thinking about it. Wow. It's so funny that the seeds of who we are 
we could have it revealed and seen at such a young age that your mother is like, hey, computers are for you. Get into computers. But then you're like, I don't really like this part of it. So, <laughs> so let me ask you this. What made you transition out of it? And what did you transition into? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So desktop, I love desktop. The fact that I can like serve, I love that area of it. I'm like the brain behind issues, things breaking. I can build a mean computer. So I love that part about it. However, being like the only black woman on a large team of men or being like the woman on a large team of men, it's just so hard. So I was just like, oh, was that part of it? And then on the other side, desktop is like labor. So I'm like lifting heavy printers and it was a lot of that. It wasn't really ideal for me. And also I was diagnosed with juvenile type one diabetes. It's basically chronic disease where I'm like dependent on insulin to live. So I have like insulin pump to me at all times. Man, that just having my insulin pump just rip out in the middle of working hard, it's, it was a lot. And my health was so bad. It was so bad. So I was like, I need to figure it out. When COVID happened and like the whole world was shut down, we were able to work from home. So it made it a little easier, although I wasn't happy being on the help desk side and picking up the phone, picking up the phone, picking up the phone without a break. I didn't like that part. <laughs> so I said, yeah, I have experience trading in the stock market. I've been doing it for eight years, just studying. That's all I've been doing, just studying. And I said, starting during COVID, I was able to three times my income. So I said, you know what? I'm leaving. <laughs> so I put in my, I actually did a two month. I didn't put in a two week, did two months because they were good to me. And I stayed so I can train the people and stuff. So I left and started a business. It started as a hobby, just teaching my friends, teaching my family how to trade in the stock market, just teaching them my strategy. And then someone came to me and was like, Harris, you got to teach like actually as a business. So she helped me put everything together, website together, brand, everything. And I started that and Man, it was amazing. Made six figures just off of that alone. Travel around the world, travel in different cities in person and virtually. And that was amazing. It was amazing, amazing, amazing. Yeah. Okay. See, now we're getting now we're getting into this. What SDRs do, we do discovery. So I discovered, I knew before, but for those that are watching, they probably discovered that you talked about trading in stocks. Let's go there for a second. How did you fall into that? <laughs> okay, so my mom, she found something on YouTube, like we always do. And she was like, I don't have enough time to really understand stock market trading. But she was like working so hard, so tired. And she's like, this is going to get us out because she was tired and stuff. She ready to delegate things to other people and not hoard all the money to herself. So she's like, if you learn for me and teach me how to trade, like, that's all I want you to do. So I didn't want to do it. I didn't. I have a whole learning disability. You want me to learn how to trade in the stock market? Uh-oh. <laughs> but I did it. I just tried. I just took it day by day on YouTube, researching. And then I was hooked, fell in love. I said, I like this. So then every day on the way to work, coming home for work, after work, studying, podcast, just trying to just put a whole plan together and all that stuff like income plan and it was amazing <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. I'm not, I know you're not like a licensed trader, so I can't ask you for some tips right now yeah. on camera. We can talk after. But anyway, but I think that is so cool that, you know, your mother, again, she's thinking about technology. She's probably thinking, okay, my, my baby has the aptitude to do all this. She can do computers, <laughs> she can do stocks. Like she is a Jane of all trades. And so I think that that's really cool that your mother saw that in you and tried to extract that out of you because of her mm -hmm. career was for community or family economics to occur. It's okay, I got the business over here, but let's see what else we can do in order for us as a family to be able to be breaking out of this rat race. We don't want to be on the truck. We don't want to be on this wheel no longer running around. We want to break <laughs> out of this. And so if you're watching this, you want to break out of whatever place you're in, that's a great reason why you should consider course careers because course mm -hmm. careers is a great tool. Both Paris and myself have taken it. And it's honestly, I could tell, I believe I can say this for Paris as well. It has changed our lives for the better. And it's allowed us, if anything, to provide us with skills. I feel like I'm like Jay, like Mr. Neeson now. We have some skills that, <laughs> right? No, I'm not talking about taking. I'm playing around. But like we have skills that has a, have allowed us to be able to grow in ways that if we wanted to actually move into business, we definitely can because the skills that you learn, these are skills you could take with you. The job is great, but these are the skills that you could take with you, even your job in tech. And so with that being said, I'm going to pivot a little bit. It's a little bit darker, but I think people need to hear this about your story. You mentioned two things that were in your way. Talk about having a learning disability. Now, my, my wife and I, we took the time to get our children evaluated because we want to make sure that we give them the best foot forward as early as possible. Can you talk about your, your journey tra traversing that space of the learning disability. And if you feel comfortable, you could, if you mind talking a little bit more about what exactly that disability is? Yeah, let's see. I don't think it was like an actual diagnosis of a learning disability, but in school we had like extra help, like teachers or I don't know what you would call it, will pull us out of class and we're in like reading and we're studying reading and then after school we're pulled here. And then I knew it was really bad when they had us in a class with other children that, you know, that were like special needs. Cause I have a cousin who was in school with us and I was in his class and I'm like, this doesn't, something's wrong. Like, why am I here? But anyways, fast forward, I've noticed myself just being super behind all the children, everyone getting stickers and getting celebrated and yeah. like nothing for me. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a challenge. I think for me, I used to, I, I used to feel like something was wrong with me <laughs> per se. And my wife, she's studying to be a counselor right now. And she's like, I have not been diagnosed as well, but she's like, Hey, do you think you have dyslexia? I'm like, mm -hmm. you can like, when you can't, when the words are jumbled up, actually there's different forms of dyslexia. There's actually types where your mind is moving at a speed and can't really, it can't really kind of, kind of match it up. So oftentimes I have to kind of myself. And that's mm -hmm. why I use and I'm learning how to practice being an SDR because my brain could go, I could be all over the place and I, yes. I kind of find a way. And it's different from ADD or ADHD. It's a different type of neurodiversity, but it's something that intrigued me because I'm like, yeah, maybe I need to get eval evaluated for that because it's always been something. <laughs> yeah, I have the same thing. I literally experienced that same thing as an SDR. Like I'm one like i'm working on something but my mind is like somewhere else and then it's like all right come on snap back into it or so many different like 
distractions around us. Will it back in? Come on. <laughs> so many. It's just a lot of challenges, but we're doing it though. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. So it's like a thought comes. I don't know how to describe it because mm -hmm. the way she described it is different from AD or ADHD. Okay. More like your thoughts are skipping, like your thoughts are not congruent. And so it's very interesting because sometimes people, this is a little caution to everybody watching this. You may see somebody who might be a little bit quirky and you love to, and especially in school, you like to make poke fun at them or say, oh, this person's this way or that way. Just that they're built a little different. Yeah. You have grace for us. <laughs> we're just built a little different. Right. But hey, that doesn't mean that we're not intelligent. It just means that we're just a little something different. And with that being said, you also mentioned diabetes. I've actually met one person before born with juvenile diabetes. Right. And so it is a challenge to maintain. You just get used to it. But can you talk about that challenges that has had in your life, the impact it has had on your family and how you were able to overcome those hurdles? Yeah. One thing, it is very challenging, so hard to manage. Like your, so the goal is to have your blood sugars in a range, but having type one diabetes, it's not related to your diet. It's related to genetics. So your pancreas just doesn't work. <laughs> it just doesn't work. It's not producing any insulin. So it needs a little help. So we have insulin pumps or you can take injections like shots multiple times a day. I was diagnosed at 14. So like preteen age. Thank goodness I wasn't younger because honestly, I it was suck not knowing how to feel like a regular person. Like mm -hmm. it's crazy. Like I really can't remember the last time I felt regular. Mm. Anyways, but yeah, so this particular disease, if you do not take care of yourself, you will be in the hospital like easily like mm -hmm. that. Blood sugars go up or or low blood sugars, it'll take you out if you don't take care of it. But I have been so blessed. I've only been hospitalized once after my actual diagnosis and just because of a, a toothache that turned into a whole hospital stay one little thing can just make this i guess your body just reacts it's like a shock to your body yep i was in the hospital just one time in 11 years and that's very unheard of a lot of people don't do that and i've just been on it like on top of it i'm like super particular about what i eat and like carb counting, I have my time where I have my sweets and fast foods and stuff like that. But it's all about moderation. So I think I have it on lock. It's been three years and my A1C is like your average glucose. It's like a regular person's right now. So mm. my doctor is blown away. Every time I go, she's like, how? What are you doing? God. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> God. In the building. <laughs> Oh no, that's awesome. That's that, it's not awesome, the condition, but it's great to see how you have overcome it because that's the reason why I'm bringing this up is because when you're transitioning into tech or anything yeah. really, but especially into this field, there are a lot of things you need to overcome, whether it's the interview process. Oh man, how do I do this thing? Or if it's just getting the concepts together, of, okay, this is how the sales cycle works objection handling and you're you got to be highly coachable because there's going to be things that you're doing that somebody's gonna be like listen that's not right and if you don't get it right you ain't gonna get your quota and if you get your quota then you have to find something else to do right yeah. so it's something where you have to learn how to constantly get over 
and handle objections and learn and grow. And so the fact that you're able to do that, and hopefully those that are watching can see from your example that you can do it too. You have to overcome those, jump those hurdles, and you can get to where you want to go. So let's get into it. Let's. So we've talked about the stocks, and so the stocks were doing so good. Yeah. You know, the what? Why even go into tech? Why even go to tech? Talk about that transition. Let me tell you, stocks was doing good. The mentorship was doing good. Everything was going well. <laughs> and I said, so I was at a point where I was ready to start diversifying, adding streams of income and all of that. So my next, I guess, source of income was Airbnb. I was excited. So let's try it. So I was able to get one property, did well. I said, let's scale it. I got five. I got five, Joseph. <laughs> and uh, long story short, I had it for five months. And the regulation changed in my county, banned Airbnb, and I was left with five properties, had to pay the rent, had oh. to pay the debt associated, oh. the furniture, and my Airbnbs was over the top. It was like, what do they call it, themed. So it was like, I spent a lot of money. And once it was shut down, literally all of them in one day, I was like left paying back all this debt, like thousands of dollars a month and so I was at a point where money was coming in but money was going out real fast yeah. and I remember I made 300,000 like in May of last year and I was just looking at my bank like what am I I'm sorry you said $300 in May 300,000 yeah from mentorship stocks business and my Airbnb so it was like all together in profit I you lost over that yeah I just did 300,000 dollars a month just <laughs> <laughs> yeah but it was like money was coming in from like my different streams but it was going out so fast at my expenses my living expenses my own debts and then business debt and rent payments it was so crazy it was just I felt like living pay was like at a certain level it still felt like I was living paycheck to paycheck so I was like, oh my God, what am I going to do? So around, let's say November was when I feel like it was probably like a dark month for me. I was just like, you know what? You know what? I give up. I was just so tired. I was like, so the thing was, I was like so afraid of like mispayments on my credit or miss rent. So mm -hmm. terrified. So I was like just throwing money, trying to chunk down debts. you just freaking out. So I gave up. I said, whatever. I don't care no more. I didn't want to talk to no one. I, it was like a little depression. Didn't want to talk to anyone. It was just bad. During that, that down month, November, I was like, all right. I remember my mom had called and she was like, how about you jump back into tech? Maybe you can do like something from home and all of this. And I was like, just my experience, past experience working in tech and like commuting into the office and literally being on my deathbed, I was like, nah, tech was a word I did not want to hear. I don't want to hear it. She's like, you can work remote. I didn't want to hear it. And then literally, randomly, out of nowhere, I see AO, Anthony O'Neill, and Cyrus, literally right when I said, I don't care no more, giving up. I came across the video and I was like, wow tech sales from home huh I said okay let me just dive into it let me just see let me just see let me just see after looking at the the video and everything the podcast I decided to sign up literally my little hundred dollars 
I had so much debt and like rent and stuff. Everything was allocated already. So I was like, all right, I got a hundred dollars to myself, to my name. We go, I said, mom, I was like, I need a discount. <laughs> we found one. <laughs> so I just spent my last hundred, literally my last hundred. And I was like, all right, we're going to make a shake. So I started. Your mom, going, your mom helped you out with that. You said a hundred dollars plus your mom helping you out. Yeah. So my mom had talked about like tech sales before, but I didn't want to hear it, but she was like, she had information on tech sales. I didn't know that she actually looked at the podcast too. I completely zoned her out. I didn't care what she had to say. I didn't care. Then I happened to come across it, but she was like, there's a discount code. Just take the discount and apply it. So I did that. And then I started course careers. Hey family, it's Joseph here again. Now you have heard me talk about how tech sales has changed my life. I actually want to introduce you to another career that if you decide to go into it, truly is recession proof. And that is cybersecurity. Level Careers is a platform similar to Course Careers that's self-paced and allows you to obtain knowledge and ed education in cybersecurity. And get this, without prior experience or a degree. That's right. And so you definitely want to get into that. And if you are interested in learning more about cybersecurity, go ahead and click the link below. It's in my description and use my promo code Joseph10. That's right. Use my promo code Joseph10 in order to save 10% off of the purchase price of that course. So without further ado, I'm not going to delay you. Go click on the link, check out the free introductory courses and change your life today. Wow. Wow. Mm -hmm. So you're at you you're at a place where a lot of thing a lot of people are, uh, yeah I think a lot of people are. There's different levels of desperation. I mean, some people might be on a level of three, five, seven. You were like a twelve, thirteen <laughs> out of ten levels of desperation. Yeah. You needed to get into this space, and so that is amazing. So did when you got into course careers, did you feel like man, I just wasted my money, or were you like? This is it. I, now I see the light. Talk a little bit about that 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 period where you were evaluating course careers mm -hmm. and what did you learn that made you say, oh, I'm so glad I did this. Yes. So when I first signed up and just started like going through the course little by little, I was like, I'm home. Like I'm back tech. I'm back. I was feeling so good because it felt like it was something I could do. But definitely, I would say having like a tech background, I don't know if it helped a whole lot because this is like a whole new lane and it's a whole new lane. It's nothing I've ever done before. But it was just like, I can do this. I can do it. But yeah, it was great. The fact that it's self-paced and I know myself, I'm really ambitious. So if I say I'm going to get done in a week, two weeks, three weeks, it's going to get done. So just having like self-paced and not having a whole class and all that stuff. And you know me, sometimes I got to replay that video about five, 10 times just so I can understand. What did he say? Let me go back. Okay, let me, let me get the definition of this word. I never heard of this word. No, I can take my time, but I can still go at my own pace. So I just love that. It was awesome. Yeah. No, I agree. That at its own pace, man, me and my children, I like, I'm rocking one to bed and I'm reading the book. I'm driving and I'm listening to a lesson. I even had the audiobooks for how to win friends and influence people and financial prospecting. I had the audiobooks for those. So I was doing laundry, listening to it. That's at your own pace. It changes the game for me, at least. So I'm glad it did for you. So now that you went through course careers yeah. and then you decided to pivot into, into to tech, they say, pivot into tech. How was that transition for when you landed a job, when you finished course careers, I should say, 
to landing a job. Talk about that transitional period there. Okay, so let's see. I went through course careers. I gave myself a goal of two weeks. So the first week I went through the course, the Monday, the first day of the second week, I applied to 80 jobs. I wasn't playing. <laughs> applied to 80 in one sitting. It was actually Quick, easy apply. Easy apply. It was all level. It was actually on New Year's Eve. I was like, I'm not having fun tonight. I'm applying. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, so I started December 18, started applying all of that stuff. Let's see, two weeks after that, so January 18th was when I actually accept the offer. But in between starting and going through like the whole job hunt and everything, that was an experience. It was, oh my God, opportunity left, opportunity right. So I was so overwhelmed by the amount of people reaching out, by the amount of interviews, people requesting. Book time on the calendar for your interview, intro interviews or recruiters reaching out. That was amazing. I was not. I didn't know that was going to happen. I was just like, oh, I'll be lucky if I get two or three. But just so many just coming at me so fast. I was just so overwhelmed. But it was great. It was a great experience. The interview process and going over like rounds of interviewing and everything. That was different. It was fun. But now after like actually accepting the job and stuff, like working in as an SDR, oh my God, thank God for course careers, because I don't know how the other people that was in training with me survived <laughs> because, oh my God, I felt, I feel like I had an upper hand a little bit. Some of the jargon that they will talk about that they will use in training and coaching and like the courses that I had to take starting my job. It was like, I, I understood it because of course careers. So thank goodness. <laughs> oh. That is something else. I have a little bit of background in sales. Like I, I was doing like, I was in solar sales for like two years, mostly inside sales, mostly inbounds, I'm both outbound and inbound actually. And I was just kind of so glad I did course careers as well, because it's just, even if you have a background in sales, there's different terminologies, there's different languages. And you don't want to be that one person that'd be like, yeah, I know what this is. And they're like, oh, what is it? And you're like, did I do that? You don't want to be that person. And so <laughs> careers helps you to not be that person. Uh, yeah. A lot of people that do go through it to get jobs as SDRs, whether it's through school or whatever, and they're like starting from ground zero <laughs> versus somebody from course careers who's like, yeah, I actually know what you need. Man, mm -hmm. that's so good. So now you're an SDR. Can you talk about life as an SDR? What is a day in the life of Paris look like? Ooh, okay. Life as an SDR. So first I am an inbound SDR and I work for the channels. So it's like, I work on the partnership of everything. Let's see, life as an SDR is definitely fun. I have so much fun. And I feel like when I first started, like we recently just started actually working as an SDR. We, we have been in training for a month. But anyways, March 1st was my first day as a full-time SDR. And I did not want to go on lunch break. I said, we got to go on lunch break. I scheduled lunch break. I don't want to. I had so much fun. I'm still having fun. And every time I book an appointment, I'm just like, I'm closer to my quote. It's just, I it. I'm having a blast. So fun. But anyways, let's see, day in the life. So I get up, 
I open my laptop, nine o'clock. The first thing I do is like go over my calendar, see what meetings I have for today, if any. And then of course I take a look at the demos and everything booked. The AEs take over and do demos and all of that. So I'm at my company, so I like peek in, see how they're doing, making sure they closing, they closing, just peeking in, listening to the calls and stuff, that sort of thing. And then after that, go through my emails, just make sure it's all cleared out from the overnight email. I learned that in course careers. <laughs> Thank God I learned that because it's clicking. And then after that, just go through my pipeline, contact those who I need to contact. Since I'm inbound, I get a lot of the leads that come in and my job is to contact them and call them, qualify them and send them over to the AE. Nice. And so with that being said, what would you say is the mindset one needs to have to not only be where Paris is right now, the scale from there, what would you say the mindset should be? Honestly, the mindset, oh my goodness. First, I think you have to just be motivated because you are like working alone. Like on, like you really are working alone. You have a team, you have managers that's checking in, but at the end of the day, it's on us to reach our quota and stuff. So you have to be motivated. Mindset wise, you just have to keep pushing because sometimes you'll get that hang up. I got my hang up today. I got it today. My first hang up. And I was like, oh, wow. I was still talking to the man when he hung up. And I said, have a good day, sir. Have a good day. That's the mindset you got to have. Keep on pushing. It's okay. And every rejection just gets you closer to that. Yes. So that's the mindset to have. And it's okay to fail. I have failed so much. Oh, my God. Salesforce. I just want to get in the boxing ring and just, I don't like Salesforce. It has really it's been the, the biggest challenge for me. And I'm just like, it's okay, because because of all the failures, man, since March 1st, wow. Uh, since of all the challenges and the mistakes I've made, now my notes is just so beautiful, and I could just don't forget my mistakes anymore. So it's just like I'm sharper now. So just learning from your failures and everything, but they'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think that's the mindset to have, that resilience, that grit. I were, it feels like that's overused, but... That grit to really be like, oh, this happens. All right, cool. I had situations where like, how many times have we told you guys not to call us back? <laughs> and I'm like, okay, I guess I'm calling you tomorrow. You just got to keep going. You just got to, you just got to keep going and uh, and just have understanding that, listen, we're trying to provide you with the solution. I had a conversation today. I said, hey, listen, I would hate for your boss to realize that he missed out on a great opportunity. We service over 120 million patients a year. Mm. You to actually miss out on this, I would hate for him to do that. Plus you could evaluate us for free. Let's talk. And, and I was able to book on that, praise God. But the, the mindset is just, hey, we have to be resilient. We have to be able to push through. And that's the mindset you need to have in order to kill it in this field. And yeah. if you if you know how to if you know how to hustle back on the block, this is a great place for you, <laughs> you to be because you got <laughs> with that being said thank you so much paris for joining us this has been a great episode i love your positivity and energy and i know that this is going to be a lot of people remember y'all write it in the comment section below write your notes down from this conversation that we've had tell paris how much you appreciate her and what you've learned in this conversation and if you are interested in course careers like we talked about earlier feel free to the link is below click use a promo code and get yourself into this space and, but until next time, I hope to see you on the other side. Take care, family.